and this is the patience of the saints, those who keeps the commandment of God and the faith of Jesus. Keeping the faith comes by revelation knowledge, and revelation knowledge by the Spirit, for the Spirit searches the deep things of God. You're listening to the Faith Campaigner of Christ, keeping the faith of Christ in the community of believers. believers. Blessed be God for eternity. Today, I want to talk on dealing with humiliation. Dealing with humiliation. There are certain times in life that we come across this and as a believer, it shouldn't take us by surprise. It shouldn't take us unawares. Rather, we should be prepared on how to face it, deal with it and overcome it. Quickly, humiliation talks about injuring one's dignity, losing respect. It talks about shame, embarrassment, abasement. So before we continue, we must understand that to an extent there you can it can be avoidable. That is humiliation can be avoidable. In the book of Proverbs, there are three scriptures we'll be looking at. Proverbs 11 verse 2, Proverbs 16 verse 18, and Proverbs 29 verse 23. Now 11 verse 2 says, When pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. 16 verse 18, Pride goeth before destruction, and an haughty spirit before a fall. 29-23, A man's pride shall bring him low, and honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. So from these scriptures, we can deduce that one of the causes of humiliation is pride, the pride in a man's heart. Now this brings us to understand what exactly is the word pride. Pride is simply the lack of wisdom. When the Bible says that God resists the proud, it's simply saying that God resists the men that lack wisdom. Because the Bible simply states clearly that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And we come to understand in the New Testament that wisdom is a function of understanding the will of God. That's Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17. So fearing God is the beginning of the wisdom. It's like the door, the entrance into a house. But then doing the will of God, understanding the will of God, is like assessing the interior, the different parts in a house. So back to what we're saying, pride brings a fall. And we have seen how to pause and check if Uh, pride has taken over now the next thing that brings humiliation or the next thing that brings a fall you can use that is a hasty fit yes a hasty fit i'll interpret it as lack of contentment lack of uh, satisfaction hurrying to do things you know that are not in line with the construct of god's will most times this hasty fit we can see it in the love of money we can see it in the love for power you know, influence, affluence, and all the rest. Uh, I'll be reading three scriptures again. Let's see Proverbs 19 verse 2. Also, that the soul be without knowledge, it is not good. And he that hasteth with his feet, sinneth. That means any man that hastes with his feet, will definitely commit sin. Because the truth is that there must be something that is driving, just like a Ponzi scheme. There is a spirit that drives it. Let's see Proverbs 28 verse 20. A faithful man shall abound with blessing with blessings, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. He that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. Hasty feet is one of the ways the devil uses to destroy men, hinder destinies. Because the spirit that is inclined to that hastiness of that particular thing that you want to do is not a, the requirement for your destiny. Just like the only way out of pride is humility, to be humble and find out the will of God. So also with haste, the only way out of a hasty feat is to stop 
is to pause and ask yourself questions. Most times the reason why people are hasty is because they don't think. They don't think on think on matters. They rush into decisions and things that will pull them out of alignment of destiny. And at the end of the day, they end up being humiliated by, you know, circumstances. They end up being humiliated. So, so you see that uh, that eagerness to that ambition you have to check it you have to pause and think on it so as a believer thinking on matters talks about meditation when you learn to meditate you won't be hasty with your feet because meditation opens a lot of things meditation is a navigation system for life because it is in meditation that you get to look at matters from different perspective and see the light and know what the directions the spirit wants you to follow know that a man that has the spirit of hastiness cannot be able to find out the things of the spirit find out the will of the spirit why did the psalmist always say several occasions in the in the psalms you see where the psalmist say that he he meditates upon his bed his eyes wait for the midnight watches you know things that talks about meditation because he knows that it is in meditation that clarity comes understanding now let's see psalms 49 verse 3 my mouth shall speak of wisdom and the meditation of my heart shall be of understanding now let's see another verse in 119 verse 99 i have more understanding than all my teachers for thy testimonies are my meditation so the more you meditate the more you think on things the more understanding you will get the more you will perceive the more you will be sensitive to not be hasty with your feet so that's it now another major cause this one is a major cause of uh, humiliation in a man's life just like we'll be looking at in job is i will call it a loophole it's called a loophole so we'll be reading from job one um, down okay since it's a long read i'll just um, point out the observations and read the scriptures for you um let's start with job chapter one he says there was a man in the land of Uzi whose name was Job and that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and shewed evil. Now understand, you know the Bible is always specific. The Bible only mentioned Job. It didn't say Job and his family or Job and his sons or Job and his entire household. No, it says Job. So it was only Job that was found perfect and upright. So this simply tells us that his family or his children were not thinking in the same frequency as him towards God. It's just like he was covering for his children. It's just like in the case of we and Jesus, how Jesus covers for us. Now the Bible says in verse 4, And his sons went and feasted in their houses every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. Verse 5, And it was so when the days of their first feasting were gone about, as when the days of their feasting were over, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all, according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and caused God in their hearts. Thus Job did continually. So Job understood the frequency by which his children were risen. So we can justifiably say that Job's children were not raised according to the fear of God. It means that Job was righteous, but he wasn't teaching his children the path of righteousness. So Job did not know that uh, this was living a loophole and one day it will cast. 
because in order for the devil to influence a man's life to come into a man's life to do anything in a man's life there must be a loophole that loophole is the justifiable reason why the devil will come so normally as a believer because the devil does not has not because the devil has not found you does not mean that you are free if you know that you have a loophole you have to end that loophole that entrance before he comes in now let's continue to see what happened we'll skip to the place after the satan had met with god verse 13 and there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking that means his sons and daughters gathered to feast as usual now you know that normally after the feasting job tries to now do sacrifices to cleanse them and sanctify them but see what happened. He says, while they were eating and drinking, there came a messenger unto Job and said, that was the, if you read down from verse 14 down, that was how Job, Job's life turned upside down. So it was while his children were feasting, his children created that loophole. So it's a simple thing. He didn't have opportunity to make the sacrifices for sanctification. That is why you need to close that loophole early so that, because this is how things are judged in the realm of the spirit. If you, if you read down from verse 14, 15, 16, you will see that there was a pattern. And what was the pattern? Everything will be destroyed and one man will be left to testify. So that pattern is in similitude to the amount of um, times his children have sinned. So this will happen when his children sin, he does, he satisfies them, he does sacrifice. All their sins from then to the past is covered. Now, when the children now sins again, opens the loophole again, in the realm of spirit, it's not just that sin that is, uh, is visible, also the ones from the past. So it kind of opens, reopens the old wounds, the ones that has been covered already, makes them nullify, that's those nullifies them and opens them up. So if they have done nine and they now do one again, it's now ten that is recognized in the spirit. So the judgment now will now fall according to the ten. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that is how things are seen in the spirit realm. That is why you have to stop it. You have to block every loophole now. Because the aim, when the devil finds a loophole, the aim is to bring humiliation to a man. To the point that a man now gives up on life, on God and on life. So throughout this sermon, we have been talking about how to avoid humiliation. Now, what of when you, just like Job, came into humiliation? What of when, just like Job, experienced a lot of things, had to pass through a lot of things? So how did Job come out? We will look at how Job came out and then we will see also from the Spirit how we can deal with humiliation. Job 42 verse 7, we will skip the Bible says, And it was so that after the Lord had spoken these words unto Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Tamanite, my wrath is kindled against thee and against thy two friends, for ye have not spoken of me the things that are right, the things that is right, as my servant Job hath. In the next verse, the Bible emphasizes the same thing again. You have not spoken the things that are right, like my uh, servant Job hath. So, what you are confessing, what you confess during humiliation, your your testimony, where you stand, because humiliation can drive people to do a lot of, make a lot of wrong decisions in life and they end up regretting it later on. These wrong decisions can be found in uh, the pride and the, and the hasty feats that I talked about. Because most times when one is humiliated, he is tempted to look for opportunity to, you know, regain his ego. He looks for a way to show off and show people that, you know, or, or then one is hasty with his feet maybe because he has been humiliated because of money he now becomes hasty in his, with his feet to make money so it is very dangerous when humiliation drives one to do things that are wrong now before we end there is something we must understand about the assurance we have in christ and that is found in acts of the apostles chapter 8 verse 33 
he was is talking about is referring to Jesus Christ. He was humiliated and received no justice. This is for our sake. Oh. This means that what Jesus died for, we are not supposed to pay for it. Meaning that anytime we find ourselves in humiliation, just know that there will be a place of justification. That means there will be a place of um, God coming into your situation. The Bible says back to Job um, 42 verse 10, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends, and also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. So Jesus received no justice so that we will receive justice, so that when we are humiliated, God will come in and show himself mighty. So you should have this at the back of your mind. Every believer should have this at the back of their mind, that in the place of humiliation is justification. And when there is justification, it draws the attention of God. And when God is involved, he puts your enemies to shame. So do not back down. Do not be discouraged. Do not feel bad. Do not feel wearied. Do not be weakened spiritually. It is part of the devil's test and you will overcome it in Jesus' mighty name. I remain the faith campaigner of Christ. Remember, be God-fident. Be God-fident. Blessed be God for eternity. Key in. Galatians 14 verse 12 And this is the patience of the saints, those who keep the commandment of God and the faith of Jesus. Keeping the faith comes by Thanks for listening. Visit my blog for more details. The Spirit, for the Spirit searches the deep things of God.